There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. I think there's a mosquito in the studio. These things are at this point now following you to work. Oh. There is some there is some flying you see creature. One? Ah, yep. Yeah. Nurse, nurse. I got mosquito bites all over my legs. Let me suckle that venom out. I got ah, I got it bad. That ain't good. It's Ryan Kelly morning after. Welcome. Michelob Ultra Studios. Bunch of bad boys. Plowhawk is sick as the dickens. He's grinding through it. Uh, I, I, I said, Plowhawk, go on home. Go on home, get some rest. Doug, he, and then he revealed he splattered the bull next door. You didn't need to hear that. Jackson, like, walked in, like... He walked in while right, you were doing no, that? No. Like, as was I was hot. walking out of the bathroom, he could tell that I uh, just unloaded. What about oh. Casey from WIL? Was she out there again? I don't know if she was there. Like I said, I got here so early that I don't know if she was even here uh, this morning when I got here. Well, what was Jackson doing here that early? Well, he, it wasn't that early. Like, it was his normal time when he got here. But I'm saying I personally got here very early. But mm. now I have a sound story via Zoom at 10.30, so I can't not... Uh, Did you just yawn in the middle of that sentence? Dude, I tell you, like, I didn't get any sleep. I was tossing oh. and turning with the old... Uh, Rocchio can run the board on Balloon Party. Jackson can handle the sound story. You can head home. How about that? How about that? Nurse? Works for me. You're kind of... If it works for Rocchio, I don't know if Rocchio... Lou Gehrig of board operators. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, Doug. It's not... Uh, it's not like I'm grinding through anything too serious, but, like, it's so, like, tender. Like, the tummy is, like, really tender. Tender tummy. I hate that feeling. The huh. queasiness of it all. Yeah. That's the worst of it. Well, it's no fun being sick. That's for sure. We all like- had it this week outside of Jackson. And, Doug, you've, you've been sick with chiggers. Chiggers or mosquito, mosquito bites. bites. I don't know what it is. It's one or the other. It's all over me. Mm. Yeah, I can't almost, even go out in my yard. I'd almost rather have what I have than chiggers. You know. Half kidding, of course, but they are a problem. Yeah. You got any kids still living at home? Me? Yeah. Well, they water the flowers. <laughs> they're not paying. I, know, rent. I don't really put it on him. Just looking for something to do to get out of the house for a minute. <laughs> I like watering plants. It's kind of fun. Doug's yeah, body is so succulent for mosquitoes and for TMA listeners. Let me nibble those legs and oh. prick your skin like a little twink mosquito. That's American the Central West End. You know his dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't talk that way. Uh, John Denton does talk away, and he uh, was on 101 ESPN yesterday. BK and Ferrario is the name of the program. It airs from 11 to 2. It follows uh, Balloon Party. And uh, this is what John Denton had to say about the Cardinals and a possible extension with Jack Flaherty. Oh, 
brother. I think the Cardinals are, are scared to death of going into the offseason needing three pitchers. You know, you don't want to have to go into free agency needing three pitchers. They would like to, to maybe keep one of these guys. I think they know deep down in their heart that, that Jordan Montgomery is going to be a free agent, wants to be a free agent, wants to get max value. They think there might be a chance to, to talk Jack Flurry into staying. Now, there's been zero progress. Uh, I was told there hasn't even been an offer made, but the Cardinals are hoping to maybe use the deadline in their favor. Uh, I think, you know, I've been told they want him back. They're the He's the one that they think they could hang on to. He's the one they covet. Um, if a deal could be worked out between now and the deadline, I think both sides would be happy. Uh, you know, the further down the road we get, the closer we get to the deadline, the less likely that's going to happen. But I do think the Cardinals will probably come in with a uh, an 11th-hour offer for Jack and, and see if there's a way to keep him because they don't want to go into free agency needing three pitchers. No. I would rather them go after Montgomery than Flaherty. I share your opinion on that. But and, really and we're four days away. You might have, well go ahead and make your offer now, I would think. <laughs> Give him a chance to look it over, counter it maybe. What about the Jordan Hicks deal that was – How's that? Yeah, that How would worry that whole, me too. I, I'd like deal. where yeah, is it? <laughs> I'd like him to keep Hicks, but it, it's got danger written all over it too. That he could be another thirty-five million a year relief pitcher who hurts his arm or can't throw a strike again, and and you got nothing. He, I mean, he's been good for the last month or so, but beyond that, you don't really know what to expect. Earlier in his career, we we don't really know what to expect when Hicks, come, Hicks comes in a game. I just. Listen, it could be, again, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. But the moment I saw that report, I'm like, oh, God, here's a team that's not used to selling. It's like a guy sitting down at the World Series of Poker Table for the first time and thinking that he's running a bluff on people who go, oh, God, this poor guy's hands are shaking as he moves the chips. He shouldn't be here. But if you're Flaherty, why in the world would you sign with the Cardinals? That's what, right I said. That, that's what I'm saying about the Hicks report on that they're going to sign him to an extension. It was just the most transparent to me, it was maybe again. Maybe they maybe they've done it, and it'll be announced, and I'll have to go. Oh, I was wrong on it, but it's like they're they're not happy with the offers they're getting on Hicks. So they're going to say they're going to sign him to an extension, and you know, and teams are going to go. Oh, that's that's a cute little cute little bluff at the pot. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll call, you know, and 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 so this extension that was reported what on Tuesday was it? Uh, has not happened yet. This is kind of what players gear their whole career around, is staying healthy and being ready and being right there in their prime when their free agent year comes up. But they're not going to give that up unless you just absolutely love playing in a certain place, love the manager, love your teammates, love the city. Other than that, this is your chance. And in the difference in a, a few million dollars in a contract here or some other place, it's a few million dollars. That's a, it's a ton of money. Whether you get thirty million here or thirty-seven million somewhere else, yeah, you're exactly right. You now have—I mean, realistically—you're not going to have every franchise enter the bidding, but you are going to have multiple teams bidding, and that is how anybody who's ever, you know, had multiple companies after you knows that's how you optimize a deal, and that is why free agency is so lucrative. That is why non-competes are criminal. Mm-hmm. That's more for me and you, yeah. uh, but. Uh, it's it's ridiculous that uh, 
you could sit there. Now, if you get an offer that blows you away and you go, well, now I don't even have to worry about it. I got something that I'm, I'm going to get to stay in the market I'm going to get to stay in, and I'm going to be happy making what I'm going to make. And even if I got to the free agent market and the Dodgers or Yankees offered me 10% more, it's not worth it to not know. I've got this. I've got guaranteed money and a baseball contract. I'm good. But when you're two months away, I remember sitting, having dinner with a couple of Cardinals back in the 2000s. Um, and I won't give the names only because it was kind of a shot at another player. Stan Musial and Joe Medwick. God, how did you know? Unconfirmed sources. <laughs> Ducky was Jorge all gone. Marty Marion was still around. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mark Mulder was a uh, free agent at the end of the year. And... Uh, one of the guys goes, oh, he's a free agent. Then you're obviously they're locked in. And and somebody goes, oh, I don't know if he'll do that. He doesn't have the balls to uh, to go through the season without a contract and, and get to free agency. In other words, some guys just don't want to take that chance. And some guys are attracted to the idea of getting to free agency and just letting the bidding commence. Montgomery's a Boris contract. Bor- or Boris uh, client. Boris certainly likes his guys to get to free agency. And when you are two months away, I mean, that's what it is, from experiencing the ability to have 30 teams bid for your services, you know, that's the lens through which you view it. So you're exactly right. I mean, hey, if the Cardinals are going to overpay to keep Jack Flaherty, which I personally, from a baseball standpoint, don't think would be a great move, or Jordan Hicks, which, again, I personally, from a baseball standpoint, don't think would be a great move. Uh, in other words, I don't think they would be happy with the return on investment on that contract when they look back on it. But, hell, it's not like I know. Um, then, I, I, then God bless. It just, as you were saying, the deadline's four days away. It would be uh, surprising. But perhaps they're, perhaps they're working on it. The way the Hicks story was reported... Uh, was that it was going to happen in the next 24 hours, and then if it didn't, that they would be forced to trade him. Well, if you're a player's agent, I think you would be pounding the table saying, we're not signing anything. Don't sign, don't sign. We're going to free agency. Unless you're that young player who had a good rookie year, a good second year, and the team comes to you and say, will you sign for another six or seven years? We'll give you more than we have to give you now just to make sure we have you. And in in return, the player gets lifetime financial security. And And that's what they did quite a bit in the aughts. Pujols, Garcia, a few years ago, DeYoung, they would pay for that control. Mm-hmm. And it's a bet. You can and see it's that certainly paid off with Albert yeah. Pujols. You can see that doing them, them doing that now with Gorman, maybe Walker. Let's yeah. give you a few more years. We'll give you $10 million where we might only have to pay you two. But Guys, we'll make sure we have you for five or six Walker, years. I don't think Walker, I mean... They got Walker for another four years. He's not going to – they can do what they want for another couple yeah, years. Yeah, probably wait a year or two. Guys, is there any chance Flaherty was misdiagnosed and does not have a labrum tear? Otherwise, why would the Cardinals keep him? Same with Hicks. Wasn't he out for most of 2020 with uh, autoimmune diabetic issues? Nothing to do with his arm, which has also been a problem, but his health situation creates even more uncertainty. That's from Caller Ellen. Well, to Flaherty's credit, he's certainly pitching well throughout uh, – the uh, the labrum tear. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it goes back to what you may have just heard John Denton say: is that the Cardinals, at, at the core, are just so uncertain about 
going into the offseason with only two pitchers. And again, one of those pitchers, and I realize his last three starts have been great, is Steven Matz. So you can theoretically say they may have four spots to fill at the moment. You would think with modern medicine being what it is with the, you know, the MRIs, that you can see a tear. A yes. tear is a tear. I don't yeah, know how they, you can that, diagnose that. that. that, 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 that I, I should have answered her question, which was. Uh... I guess some some people recover remarkably well, and some don't. There is that. Now this is interesting. I don't know if somebody has suggested this somewhere, but I hadn't seen it. The solution is simple: extend Contreras for four more years and teach him how to pitch. Easy, done. Mm. World Series next year, seven one four. We'd have another Shohei Otani. You see what he did yesterday? Uh, Otani one hit shutout. Yeah, and they let him go the whole game. What are they thinking? And then hit two home runs, I believe. In the next game, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, maybe I need to now, since my Cardinal wager doesn't look real promising at the moment, I need to see what those Angels are because they had a fire under their ass yesterday. Boys were all fired up after finding out that not only they weren't trading away Otani, but that they were uh, that they were acquiring Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez from the White Sox and may not be done. I saw that I watched the entire press conference with their general manager. And uh, if you get fired up to beat the hell out of the Detroit Tigers in front of 10 people on doubleheader, it shows you got a fire under your ass. Yeah. Where so, did the White Sox give up? Excuse me? Where did the White Sox give up? They gave up Giolito and, and Lopez. Lopez. And who do they get back? <laughs> well, they got th- I'm just curious. some minor leaguers, I think. I'm just curious how good the minor leaguers at Cardinals couldn't match that. Probably not. Cardinals are now plus 3,500 if anybody wants my bet on the National League Central. It's not going to happen. Doug, I'll sell it to you for 20 cents on the dollar. Uh, no, I'm not interested. White Sox got catcher Edgar Quirot and uh, left-handed pitcher Kai Bush. SGO Kai Bush? Two yeah. players. Well, you look at it now and you think, what a lopsided trade. But, you know, wait two years and these guys might be stars. We don't know. Okay. Who knows what the AAA well, Angels have got? Cardinals, Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals got a surf. They just traded for another catcher. They got a surplus of catchers. They trade for a guy who's like in rookie league. He's like 19 years old. This Hernandez catcher yeah, that they That is guy. That's 20. Guy yeah. from Toronto. Iggy, use your damn phone to look oh, it up. That's uh, from Mr. Licks, and uh, he sent it in caps. I Gosh. thought maybe somebody saw it. Well, we saw it, but I don't remember the names. I knew they were minor leaguers. I didn't need the names. Just were they, you know, major league ready in another year? Were they low A ball? I'm just I curious. I've the scouting they... report on the, the angel system. Well, you should. If you're going to bring up the article, you should probably know. <laughs> I didn't bring it up! <laughs> Stop getting... grinding the show to a halt with your awful questions. That's from Mr. Uh, Lex, and again, he's in caps. Teams that are loading up for the stretch run, they're not going to give you their best, their, any top major league players in return. Why the hell would the Cardinals trade for Giolito? That's from big old fan. He's not happy. Why would they? Because <laughs> he's going to be a free agent, too. Yeah. Well, then they sign him. Well, then they could, if it was that easy, they'd sign their own guy. Well, then why not just wait until the offseason? Yeah, they can still sign him. You know, the Cardinals are, now. you know how the Cardinals are when they get a guy and he comes and sees these best fans in baseball in a week, they yeah. sign him right away. That, that's happened a few times. Well, right? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Like Mark gonna, McGuire, Doug. Yeah. You're going to trade, like, young, good prospects for Giolito just for him to leave two months later when you're already out of the race? I said, the way the Cardinals do it, we feel he'll come in and see this organization and see our fans and know our – know our history, and we'll sign him before the end of the year. He'll want to stay here. Might have made sense if the Cardinals were in contention. Correct. 
Well, yeah. But and if hopelessly you don't lose out him, of it. And make... if you do lose him, at least you got him for the down the stretch. But right. Yeah. That's what the Angels are thinking. My point was kind of tongue in cheek. How the Cardinals always think that they can keep people here yeah. once they trade for them because they love St. Louis and they love our ball club and everybody wants to play for the Cardinals. Jason Hayward didn't. <laughs> they try to keep him. They did indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took less money to go to the Cubs. Had a marvelous luncheon at OWCC yesterday. I brought my world-famous charcuterie board, and oh. Beth bought her homemade wine spritz. I banged Beth's husband and then played nine from the men's team. Oh. That's from the self-made stay-at-home Laduma. <laughs> Who is this? It's a, a Laduma. The term luncheon is just elite. I don't like luncheon. And who brings a charcuterie board at Old Warson? <laughs> don't they have it there? Was oh, it a potluck at Old yeah. Warson? I like a charcuterie board. But you don't carry it with you places, do you? I usually carry one in my backpack just in case. You do? Yeah. Just in case you need some meats and cheeses? And, well, fig jam. That's my specialty. Fig jam? Oh, isn't fig that Phil jam. Mickelson? Uh, I saw Carly Lawrence put one together yesterday on a, for Deerberg's. Where'd she have it? She did a video. She just did a, I guess it's a video for Deerberg. She said, here's how I put together my charcuterie board. What'd she have on that thing? Oh, she had some salami, some ham, some cheeses, some nuts, some fruits. Huh. Grapes. Yeah. Iggy, bu- get one of those freaks who sit behind politicians at hearings to look up your dog crap questions. Oh. That's from Painter Guy. <laughs> the old tongue and cheek. That's from the 314. <laughs> they haven't done that in a decade. It's such a stupid take. It's from Big Old Fan. Oh, and by the way, Beth's husband's name was Ken. Thanks. That's oh, from the self-made like stay-at-home Laduma. Not bad. Self-made. She didn't inherit any of it. That's a dude that had a hamburger at Riverside. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. <laughs> who, who had this hamburger now? Well, he wasn't a mom who went to Old Warson Country Club with a oh. charcuterie board. Okay. It was some dude that went out and had a hamburger <laughs> at Riverside. They got pretty good hot dogs at Riverside. Is that right? Yeah, I had one of those a couple weeks ago. Yeah, pretty good hot dog. Babe Truth just wrote, holy S. I don't know what that means. There's no context on that, is no. there? No. just says, holy S. Yeah. He was impressed by the self-made Ledoux stay-at-home yeah. mom. <laughs> I'm impressed by Andrea's barbecue sauce. God, I am. I can't stop raving about it. And I don't even think that's what really why they bought their advertising. I think they want to talk about the steakhouse. But every time yeah. I see Andrea's for a live read, I go, mm-hmm. I think of that barbecue sauce. And I barbecued a burger last night, and that means I put steak sauce on it. Uh, It is so good. It's Andrea's Steakhouse. I'm a big Max fan, and what they're doing at Andrea's is wonderful with, of course, the steakhouse and then also the barbecue sauce and the steak sauce. Andrea's.com is where you can get it. That's where I got it. We got a dozen uh, sitting at home because I want to make sure we have it at all times. I love that stuff. It's Andrea's, Andrea's Steak Sauce, Andrea's Barbecue Sauce, and, of course, the Steakhouse, check it out at andreas.com, and you can get the sauces at Deerberg's or Schnucks. Doug, tell the people about Ryan Kelly because he's our title sponsor. He is indeed. He is a title sponsor, and he would like to help get you out of credit card debt or help you buy a new home. It's a tough market out there. It's a daunting task. Inventory at record lows, prices near record highs. Not a good combination if you've been in the market. You know that's true. Homes are going quick, though. So you have to be ready when one hits the market. Don't miss out on your dream home. Let Ryan Kelly and the home loan experts help you get a leg up on the competition and make the process of buying a home fun and less stressful. The home loan experts can pre-approve, pre-approve you the day you call in and get you that 10-day closing guarantee. Realtors who accept offers love that guarantee. 
If you're even considering buying a new home right now, call Ryan Kelly and the Home Loan Experts. Let them educate you so you don't miss out on your dream home. It all starts at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly, for all you do for us. Amen. Thehomeloanexpert.com. Our sponsor at the 7 o'clock hour is... Mugganast, also the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, presenting sponsor of Balloon Party, St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com, 314-252-0029. That's the number to save. And then you're texting or you're calling the Muckety Mucks, is that what they're called? They call them yeah, Muckety Mucks. The Muckety Mucks. Jamie yeah. Burkhardt, Clayton exactly Patterson, Peter Munganast. Uh, Muckety Mucks. Yeah, I saw it. You know, it was, uh, I don't know where I was yesterday. Oh, I was having uh, lunch downstairs. Cafe El Balaco, Doug. Oh, how was it? Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I saw a commercial, and I saw there was old Peter Munganast on the commercial. Friend of the program, Peter Munganest. First class guy, too. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com. It is Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. 314-252-0029. Only a couple more shows to submit your application, which can take about three seconds, by going to TMASTL.com for our TMA Listener of the Month. And that is presented by Milagro Tequila. Become the July 2023 Milagro Tequila. Lister of the Month, welcome to A Brighter Side of Tequila with Milagro. Can Buzz go back-to-back? Doug, I don't know. I don't know whose time it is. I don't know. You just never do know. Things change so quickly. What do we got? Somebody just sent in a picture of Sean Payton ripping a bong with 16-year-olds? No. Well. Now, Sean Payton, did you see the interview he did yesterday? No. I realized... Sean Payton interviews probably or something you were I saw some headline where he's blaming the coaching on the Broncos uh, problems. Yes, he was uh, very critical, and then he also mocked the Jets. Uh, and I see that the screenshot that's been sent in was from NYJ Matt with the Jets logo. So maybe the Jets fans are responding by trying to take him out. Uh, but uh, he... Uh, ripped Nathaniel Hackett, Doug, as you may remember. He had a very brief, had it coming. brief tenure with the uh, with the Broncos. Sometimes guys take over and they just either don't ask answer questions about previous administrations or maybe just are political about it. Sean Payton chose a different route when he called it, quote, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL and said there were, quote, 20 dirty hands around Russell Wilson's career worst season. Um, so the, and then he talked about how uh, winning the offseason usually leads to a failure. We're not doing any of that stuff. The Jets did that this year. You watch, hard knocks, all of it. I can see it coming. Remember when Dan Snyder put that dream team together? I was at the Giants in 2000 when it happened. I was a young coach. I thought, how are we going to compete with them? Deion Sanders is there now? That team won eight games or whatever. So listen, just put the work in. Uh, for the record, the Jets and Broncos will play in week Five, and that is where Nathaniel Hackett is now. Uh, so, with that all said, uh, what was just sent in is something that's making its way around the Twitter tweets: a video of Sean Payton r- ripping bong hits with 16-year-olds. Oh, Jackson, yeah. have you seen anything on uh, this? Yes. Is it real? So, um, I this it comes from uh, that tweet that was sent in comes from NYJ Matt. You know him, don't you? No. And he quote tweeted his original tweet, which I don't know if the video was tweeted out from his account. He's just sharing it. Um, but he said, it said one thing. He said, the people in this video might not be 16. Duly noted, I made that part up. Uh, but he's talking about, like, the people from the replies. So I, I don't know. There's no confirmation that these people are 16. I don't know what's going on. But 
it looks to be Sean Payton in the video. I can't confirm that it even is Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. With all the things they can do with videos now, it's hard to believe what you see. This this doesn't look at all like AI. I just don't know if it's just like a... Mr. Siders, and that's your father, Jackson? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he says that video is old. Yeah, I mean... It so might... it could just be a Banty Jets fan. Sure. Pissed Very off well about could. what Sean Payton said about the mm, Jets yeah. and now trying to take him out. I would be surprised if much comes from this. Being candid. And I like to And either candid. way, he's smoking weed. I mean, it right. isn't like a... Right. This isn't Michael Phelps in 2008 or nine. I guess if he's coaching in Denver now, that's perfectly yeah, It's a free-for-all. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what else is a free-for-all? The drops what? of the week. And it is Friday, and that means it's time for our drops of the week. Morning after. Drops of the week. Yeah, you got to drop it like a hot dog. It's a wonderful drop. Indeed it is. Flip that off. What are you wearing? Mm, hot urethra play. Is that, is that thirst trapping? Look, if I was a co-host of a sports show. You are. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. No, it's Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves some treat. It's unusual that you would be the hero of one of your stories. You're sticking right by the bone. But but just because you're horny doesn't mean you're going to have sex with somebody. The sickest part will also work. Oh. That's in space, brah. If I stick it in too far, tea, oh. poppy. Oh, oh. Dodie's magic fingers. You and Doug, you and Tim and you will break down the game. <laughs> Tim and you. you, Tim and you. When my lover, let's call him Television's Doug Vaughn, makes a dookie, I grab him by the beanbags and yell, "That's right, bitches! He did this. Suspend me, boy. Suspend <laughs> no, me like one of your pigs." I'm kidney gazpacho. Who's gonna listen to a podcast with? Sparky Pfeiffer. Size queen snobs? Cock and ball torture. I take a, a knee to the balls and tell me you like it? Thinking about going <laughs> anal. Hi, Doug. I broke into golf. And then it starts to smell like there's scat. I can tell just by touching it. But in Tapera, didn't work out. Pardon me? That was Drops of the Week. <laughs> drop, 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 down, drop, drop. Get it. How can you not feel good about the work we're doing in this closet? So ashamed. (laughs) So much of it taken out of context. Doug, here is a link that was sent to us uh, this morning. Can you read it? I see my... 38-year-old Florida manatee dies after (laughs) high-intensity sex with brother. Oh, God. I felt it was germane to our conversation for the past few days. What kind of story is that? We've been talking a lot about brother love, and I figured now is the time. Uh, How would you know it's his brother unless they were both in captivity for 38 years? A Florida manatee died earlier this year after having too much, quote, high-intensity sex with his brother. Officials revealed this week. I'm reading from the New York Post. Uh, Doug, do you pronounce it? Is it necropsy? Necropsy? Results revealed that 38-year-old Hugh... Hugh was his name. <laughs> Who wants to be Hugh the man at the end? We're going to have 10 people texted immediately for him. Died in April after succumbing to traumatic injuries caused by a sexual encounter with another larger male manatee at the facility, his brother Buffett. Oh! I'm sure Jimmy's happy. <laughs> One of the fatal injuries was a 14 and a half centimeter rip to Hughes colon. Oh, gosh. 14 inches. <laughs> or centimeters. It doesn't matter. 14's a lot. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, what in the hell am I reading? So manatees can be gay? <laughs> and practice incest. Yeah, clearly. 
a fecal sample collected from Hugh after the encounter. I can't believe what I'm reading. And we have read some ridiculous crap in 19 years. If it's a manatee, don't you just say, oh, well, it's dead. Let's move on. Yeah. I mean, I like manatees like the next guy, but you don't spend too much time with it, do you? You sample his colon and you check how long the rip is. And no. it was 14 and a half centimeters. A fecal sample collected from you. What's that name? <laughs> After the encounter confirmed the presence of fresh blood, but employees at the Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium reportedly allowed the brothers to continue engaging in high-intensity sex and oh. occasional penetration throughout the day. Ah. <laughs> what a sentence. Never been uttered before. This has got to be made up. At approximately 5.15, the larger male was observed penetrating the smaller male again. Mm. When the larger male swam away, the smaller male was seen unresponsive at the bottom of the pool. Just like what happens in prison. <laughs> it was confirmed that he had passed on. <laughs> Handlers maintained that Hugh and Buffett had been enga- engaging in consensual. Oh, How could they not? Now that's confusing. God. Yeah, this can't be real. They don't talk, so how do you know it's consensual? <laughs> and natural mating behavior for two months leading up to Hugh's death. The months-long heightened sexual activity between the two brothers. Doug, has that ever been sentenced? No, and it shouldn't have been said here. Sounds like Spartacy. <laughs> the only manatees in the aquarium was the first time the pair had been, quote, observed, initiating, and mutually seeking interactions from each other. They issued in a statement... There were no obvious signs of discomfort or distress, such as listing or crunching or active avoidance that oh. would have triggered a need for intervention. Animal keepers allowed the pair to continue necking. Necking. It's oh. oh. <laughs> so, like leave it to beaver now. Yeah. 50s, 50s. <laughs> Without attempts to separate the two out of fear, it would cause undue anxiety and negative effects in both manatees. Experts tried redirecting Hugh and Buffett's attention from one another while heavily monitoring the two. On April 29th, the animal staff noticed a significant change in Hugh's behavior, prompting them to collect the bloody stool sample. Oh. But it did not interfere with Buffett's continued efforts to mount his ailing brother. It's oh. <laughs> a good Kevin Miller email. The aquarium claims its team had been adequately following protocol and veterinarian advice. Quote, and that is what we will continue to strive for, oh. serving as a gold standard for animal health and well-being. Doesn't sound like it's a gold standard him, to me. You let, him continue like to have, you let them continue to have sex. How, how good are you monitoring it? Well, they didn't know what one would die from it. Well, they just let them kink. Can you have gay sex? Here's another concept. How about putting a female in there? They don't, they don't kink shame. <laughs> That's right. Well, I will mm. for manatees. They said it was consensual. I've heard that happening with dogs, not with brothers. <laughs> but when the male is way too big for the female dog, sometimes it can kill them. It rips out their inside. Oh, I guess so. Oh, God. You know, a horse can do that to oh. another horse. That's a lot of that's a lot of tonnage on top of that. No. Oh. Manatees are big, fat sea cows. Uh, this is really hitting home from Crestwood Coyote, brother of Eric and Central. <laughs> Keep reading, Timmy. I've almost finished. Mm, that's from Shrimply Pibbles. Gosh. If it has not been claimed, I want the text name Hughes Brother Buffett. You got it. <laughs> He's a big old bull. Oh, my God. Mm. 
How do they determine normal intensity versus high intensity manatee intercourse? That's from the Lake St. Louis Island boy. Yeah, who gets stuck with that job? I guess you'd know it when you saw it. I guess, yeah, the colon rip would be a dead giveaway. I guess consensual means the other manatee didn't swim away. It just sat there and took it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looked interested. Yeah. You guys ever seen a manatee up close? Yeah. Pretty cool. Ugly. I have, yeah. They're ugly as sin. Yeah, but it's like kind of... They're kind of like dolphins, unless you... It's so unique. Like, you unless know, you frolic with them a little bit. There's a lot of them in Florida. Right, and they get they get trouble with the uh, boats. Right, they boat swim right on the... On the surface. Surface there, and a lot of times boats don't see them drive right over them and the propeller rips oh, up their yeah. back. I think they're still under the endangered species law in Florida. Almost positive they are. A lot of people in Hugh Buffett's torn colon is their name, Jackson. You're yeah, going to have to make a decision there. I know. This is tough. Who's who's most deserving is the... That's kind of priority is who who deserves it the most. And also, I don't want to give away, like, let's say, like, the Austin ass hanky. Like, that's a good text mm. name, so I don't want to give that one mm-hmm. away. Shrimply Pibbles, same way. There's other ones that I'm much more excited to give away. As a veterinarian, it's got to be rough a rough day when you're told, well, you got to try to fix the torn colon on this <laughs> manatee. I'd That's not the kind of surgery you're looking I'd for. I'd rather do that than go look at the bloody stool. Well, I'd rather just look than actually get in there and try to fix the torn colon. <laughs> Wasn't it already dead? I don't know that he was dead when they discovered it. I don't know. I don't have a timeline. High-intensity manatee sex, bro. Yeah. How yeah. do you do surgery on a fish? They can't stay out of water that long. Pretty sure a man is a mammal. All right, mammal, fish, whatever. It lives in the water. Yeah. Well, there's a big difference. Can't live out of water forever. What happens with an hour-long surgery? Jackson, explain the know. difference. Mammals give birth via the way like we do, because we are mammals, whereas a fish or reptile or other animals uh, will lay eggs other ways. Uh, I don't know like the key Spawn! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't say they didn't have sex. Oh, they're not saying it's, it's not a sex thing. It's a, it's a way they give birth. There's there's multiple differences between mammals and non-such mammals. Yeah, I know that. No, that was my point. My, my point was, just because it's a mammal doesn't make them live out of water. I'm not saying it can live out of water. That's what I said. How are you going to give surgery on this thing? How long can it stay out of water when you give it surgery? Well, I'm sure they do. They do surgery on dolphins sometimes, I think. I, I don't know exactly the procedure they follow. Yeah, that had but... nothing to do with giving birth or having a penis. What? You said, how do they give it? How would you give surgery on something that's basically has to live in the water? They they do surgery on, on dolphins, I believe, that live in the water. All right, you answered sea the lions. But Jackson said, but it's a mammal. Well, because you said there, how do you do surgery on a fish? It's not a fish. Uh, all right. I don't think they do surgery on a whole lot of fish. <laughs> I don't think you worry too much about the fish. Largemouth bass. <laughs> Let's give surgery on this fish so we can eat it. That's, there's no surgery on fishes, per se, probably. But marine mammals is what you're talking about, Iggy. So I get what you're saying. Uh, you ever seen the ocean? Several times. <laughs> I've seen a manatee. One, it was like really when I was a kid, I, when I saw a manatee, I was like blown away. I was like, what is this thing? I got really into it. Save the manatees. Huh. Nice. Especially cool. Hugh and Buffett. You think it, it hurts? For a, you. Does yeah. it hurt a fish's mouth when you catch them when they bite into the hook? Does that hurt them? It's got to, I right? think they have feelings. <laughs> it's got to hurt a little bit, yeah. especially it gets down in their throat and everything. Well, that's why it's... If they have any kind of nervous system at all, they would feel it, right? Yeah, they do. And they feel pain, too. So that's why if you're an avid fisherman and you catch a fish and you're going to keep it, you smash it in the head real, real <laughs> quick. <laughs> so they don't feel any pain. 
Yeah, they're they're out. They're dead in, in seconds. Oh. You know, if you let it on a string or something like that, that thing's just trying to suck air through a stringer. It's going through. Suckle. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. So you put them out of its misery and you clunk it on the head real quick and it kills them in like one second. What do you clunk them on the head with? Yeah, whatever you have. You've got the end of a pliers or something. You hit it real hard on top of the head or. Mm. Never done that? Uh, no, I usually just gut them real quick. No. Oh. There's some who argue that fish do not feel pain. Yeah. How would, how would we ever know? It's different because the neuroreceptors in their brain are different. That's what I'm reading right here from Haikai Magazine. Haikai. Haikai. I just wonder how anyone would ever truly know. Right. But you can't. I would think they feel something. I, threw, I usually throw mine back. Yeah. Well, you're quite a fisherman. We saw that at Gateway uh, National. I saw a disconnect from the daily grind by fishing or with something far more powerful, the oceans and lakes around you. The Yamaha 2023 Wave Runner uh, lineup offers everything, including the Built for Fun EX Series, the Race Ready GP Series with a performance-enhancing technology and top-of-the-line FX Series. Chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners, designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports, located on I-70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. It's BigStCharlesMotorsports.com. All right, send your emails in. Design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Your thoughts on this manatee situation. The morning after at InsideSTL. Com. Send them in. Then Jackson and I are going to head down the hallway. And Jackson, you have booked the writer of the story on Nolan Arnado to the Dodgers from the Los Angeles Times, Jorge Castillo. No, yep. he's going to be with us at the very beginning of Balloon Party. Yeah, right at the top of the hour, we'll have uh, Jorge Castillo. Are you going to castigate him for making up a story? No, no, I'm going to you know hear him out, and then once he's, I'll see, you know, be very kind, and then once he's off the air, that's when that's, that's when, when you yeah, drill him, yeah, rip right. him yeah. <laughs> after the interview. That's right. right. When he's Actually, not there to right. defend himself. That's yeah. uh, you know, he's a Yaley. I'm of course Princeton. Princeton. Oh, I didn't know you're Princeton. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we'll have a little Ivy League back and forth. Oh, back and forth Ivy League okay. on 101 ESPN. It's a lot of the do people go to the Ivy League schools. I think we had two kids from my graduating class go to Harvard. Did you? Uh-huh. That's any, it. Any Yellies? Uh, yes, and a couple. What Dart- about Carnell? No, Dartmouth, for sure. That Kevin Demoff went to Dartmouth? And then Brown. The, maybe someone went to, no, UPenn. It was UPenn. That's where oh. So. That seems like the worst of the Ivy League schools, Penn. It's in Philly, right? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, University of Pennsylvania? It seems like it's the bottom of the totem pole of the Ivy League schools. Why? Dartmouth, Cornell, Yale, Harvard. I go to Penn. What's well, a prestigious school. Eh, I the Wharton School of Business there is like the, the premier business school in America. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Not good enough for you? <laughs> I like to just go there to Harvard Mess Hall. The Harvard Mess Hall. I call it the Mess Hall. <laughs> You're going to go to Harvard to like eat? full metal jacket. Just eat. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Have you ever seen it? It's, it's a cool place. No, but I've heard a lot about their food there. Cambridge. You've heard about the food at Harvard? Yeah, it's like a nice little dining room. It's not like some regular college campus sandwich shop. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. If college like costs steaks you 70 or 80000 a year, I'm sure they have nice food, nice restaurants. I've walked around Harvard. It was it's very cool. It's right there on the river in Boston. They just let you walk in? You can walk around, yeah. You can do that pretty much any college campus. Just walk onto campus and go to the lunchroom and all that? You could, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It's not like a high school. You can't really walk around a high school. They'll come and get you, but a college, yeah. Next time I go to Boston, maybe I'll do that. I'll just hang out at Harvard. You could. A lot of schools up there in that Boston area. Mm-hmm. Tufts. 
Don't say Taos. <laughs> Emerson. Holy Cross. Northeastern? Yeah. Hot. Boston University. Boston College. The Boston College Terriers. Maybe the greatest nickname in, in all of college sports. Terriers? Boston Terriers, I think, works. Nice. University of Massachusetts. That's, That's not in Boston. That's Amherst. Yeah. And that was Marcus Camby and Lou Rowe? Yeah. yeah. Marcus Camby was such a bucket. You like that such a bucket? People sleep. I don't like that. No. He was overshadowed by Mello, but Marcus Camby could get after it. KG is firing on all cylinders with these cooking with KG videos. He's done more in one week than he has done in the last year and a half. It's not meant to be an insult. I'm making an observation. That's mm. from Mr. Licks. Is there a new one? I thought he just posted one. I did have some good ahi tuna that he made. He just did a cowboy ribeye. Oh, did he? Like this is new? Yeah. Is this on the TMA account? Uh, I think it's on the fan pin. Let's take a look. Looks pretty good. A talented guy, for sure. He's got a funny apron. The apron is uh, kind of part of the joke. Iggy, are you doing any more cooking shows at all? Oh, yeah. Episode four is up. He's yeah. got a cowboy hat. Uh, is that a half shirt he's wearing? That looks like a half shirt. It's like the 2004 LCS in there. Okay. Oh, boy, that's a monster ribeye. Yeah. My God. Sweet mother of mercy. Hmm. I don't think I can, that's too much meat. I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a lot of food. Eat my ribeye. Iggy still got the cooking show going at all? I haven't done it in a while. Seems like every Wednesday I got something going on, whether I was playing golf or golf meetings, committee <coughs> meetings, so much going on. Well, could you change it to another day? No, I really don't care. Oh. <laughs> But we like the cooking show. Well, you got another one you can go watch. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I sense bitterness now. It's, it's hard cooking a steak. I sense sarcasm. Yeah. You sense bitterness. I sense <laughs> sarcasm. Yeah. yeah, sarcasm. I'm not bitter at all. I can give two craps. Oh, God. If Chris Schaefer hosted a cooking show, I'd watch it because he's at Heavy Smoke and he's a world champion. But I actually mm. would watch that now that I'm listening to what I'm saying. Huh, I would. Uh, Chris competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Uh, Heavy Smoke is located off of I-70, the Cave Springs exit. It's in St. Peter's. Got to check it out. I went out there and enjoyed the treat. Sweet mother of mercy. Is it good? Uh, and if you are having a party, you can have Heavy Smoke cater it. Go to heavysmokebbq.com. Com. Makes homemade sides. He is a barbecue genius, and he caters at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. It's Chris Schaefer, three-time world champion, barbecue connoisseur, HeavySmokeBBQ.com. It's Heavy Smoke at I-70 and the Cave Springs exit. Send your emails in for our design air, heating, and cooling email today. Comes your way at 945. And then Jackson and I will have Jorge Castillo, author of the Noan Arnado to the Dodgers question. Mark Cardinals Dodgers have had trade talk story in the L.A. Times. He will be with us at what time, Jackson? Right at the top of the hour. 10 oh, wow. Yep. I better I better get out of uh, email of the day. Quick, fast, in a hurry and head down the hallway. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll yeah. get him on. And, uh, yeah, it's the only time he could really do it, but we appreciate him coming And you're going to scream at him or you're going to wait until he's off the Yeah, line? like 1050. I'll, like, just, like, railroad the show and just be like, this guy stinks. <laughs> you know, this is all made up. Right. Well, that's something to look forward to on Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. That's coming your way at 10 o'clock. All right, uh, we'll take a commercial break. Come back with the 9 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After.